Today on episode number 93 of the podcast, we'll be talking about our favorite apps and why we love them. Hello and welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek. I am your resident VIP, aka visually impaired person, and I'm joined by our resident sighted supporter, my lovely wife, April. Hello. Well, dear, it has been a hot minute since we've been around these parts, uh, and I could tell because it took me forever to set all this up today. So, yep. <laughs> But we're here, and we're not going to waste any time talking about where in the heck we've been. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode on that at another time. But today, we've got a lot to get into, so let's jump right into it. Today, we're talking about our frequently used or most used apps, or as my notes say, most Oozed? Is that what it says? Us? <laughs> I think it said us. I think it says us. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, typos are wonderful. So uh, she was actually commenting that, what am I going to offer to this conversation? But the idea is that we all use apps and technology is a really good thing. And so, you know, we're real people. And so I love knowing what other people use on their phones and especially how accessible those apps are. Right. So let's jump right into our first category which are the podcast apps. Of course, we're on a podcast. we got to start with the podcast apps. So I use an app called Overcast. What do you use? I use Spotify. Spotify. Now, how did you, did you, I mean, we use Spotify, spoiler alert, it's coming up later, but (laughs) we use it for other things. So did you start using it because you already had it or how did that work? Uh, Yes, I think I started using it when we did the subscription with Spotify because Mm. it was just more convenient to use it for multiple reasons rather than just music at the time. And I use Overcast because I find that it is a little more accessible than other apps, Spotify, even Apple Podcasts, to be honest, at least from my vantage point, Overcast just puts it together a little bit better. Uh, So whatever podcast app you're using this, listening to this on, you know, that's that's all right. But that's what we use for our podcast app. Uh, Secondly, We've got our music app, which again, spoiler alert, we use Spotify. Spotify. Yes. (laughs) We have the family subscription, Mm -hmm. uh, which gives uh, my wife and I and our two kids, we all get sort of premium, you know, stuff. My son has probably 150 playlists, which every time we hop in the car, it's usually something different. Yeah, something different. Every time. Right now he's on uh, Bluegrass Kick, (laughs) which is a lot of fun. It's really interesting. Uh, You don't think of like a 17 year old kind of city kid to be listening to bluegrass, no. but it's, it's really fun. Uh, we did use Apple music for a little while. I don't know. That app wasn't as accessible. Yeah. Um, Spotify has its quirks. I will say this, the three finger, by the way, we both use iPhones. We're Apple family. Yes. Uh, we everything. do not use Android. So if you're using an Android, uh, go ahead and make the switch. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but on an iPhone, you three finger, uh, swipe, and that'll you know take you up a page or whatever. Spotify is not very good about that for some reason. I don't know why. I can still get up. I just sometimes I have to double tap and hold and then drag it up. Uh, it's odd. So yeah. anyway, but the music selection is much better. Mm-hmm. I find on Spotify. Yeah, I can find all the things I want. And the playlists are great too. You just search an mm-hmm. artist and you can do a radio and have, you know, a plethora of artists that come in that are kind of related to that. Yeah. It's they're great. Yeah, I think the curated playlist, the discovery of music yeah. is a lot better on Spotify. Yes. So yeah. if you have Spotify, great. If you don't, check it out. They do have a free version and then of course the paid version as well. All right, next is the to-do app. What is the to-do list app? I use an app called Things. And what do you use? 
Um, I use Apple Notes or Apple Reminders. Apple Reminders. Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm skipping ahead. Uh, Apple Reminders. Yes. Now, Things, I will say upfront, is a paid app. It's $10 on the iPhone. It is, I think, $50 on the Mac. It's it's a little too expensive, personally. But it's a great app. It's super accessible, mm-hmm. and it's very simple to use. Now, I will say Apple Reminders is free, and it it's is. very accessible as and well. And it's built into the iPhone. So a lot of times I find something and it's already there and I just use it. I figure out how to use it and then I just go with it because I don't love change. Mm. I don't like trying to figure out how to use a new app. So if I start with something, I tend to stick with it. What's interesting is I'm the opposite. I want everything to change every six months. And so I will, I have things, reminders. I have a Todoist, if you've heard of that. Uh, I've tried a bunch of different ones. And usually the ones that are the most accessible, that's the ones I will go with. Sure, and that makes complete sense. Uh, Yeah, but I do, I tell you what, sometimes it's hard because I'll find, for example, I don't have this on my list, but I use an email uh, client on my Mac called Spark. It's great. I zoom in. It's very well put together and everything. It is totally inaccessible on the phone. Like oh. the, it reads stuff, but what happens is it reads it horribly. And like it gives me every detail before it ever gets to the subject and who it's from. I'm like, I, this yeah. is awful. So that I use Spark, but I use Apple Mail on my phone, on because, phone. because of that. Yep. So yeah, find the things that's accessible and then uh, go for it. All right, coming up next, we've got our calendar app. I use uh, Google Calendar. It's their built, you know, their main app there. What do you use? I use Apple Calendar. The built-in built calendar. Built-in, yes. I have found that the built-in calendar is not as accessible. Which is honestly. interesting. Like, yeah. it, Apple is so accessible when it comes to their features for the phone itself. I'm surprised that it's not accessible. Yeah, it's, it's accessible in the sense that it reads all the things it's supposed to and, you know, the menus and so forth. But... I don't know. Sometimes swiping, it'll skip a whole month instead of a day. And it's just really weird. So I use Google Calendar. Their native app is really nice. Um, It's very color coded if you have some remaining vision. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, I don't know, I really, really like it. So it's a simple app, but sometimes those simple apps are the things where it's like, I just need this to work. Yeah. I don't want to think about it, you know, a hundred thousand times. I also, to throw this in, I also use an app called Fantastical. Now, it is a paid app. It's got a subscription. You can get the app for free, but it has a subscription. The reason I have it on my phone is because I will go into that app to create a new event because I can say lunch with so-and-so at this time on this day, like, and it'll put it all in where it needs to go. Gotcha. So it'll take out the lunch with so-and-so. Mm-hmm. That's the title. It'll put the day in. You don't time. have to think about it as much as you do when you're like dictating a reminder right. or a calendar event yes. with Apple. Yeah. Yeah, so Fantastical is great. It's also on my Mac, and I just type it like same thing. So yeah, uh, so it's good. All right, next is our Notes app. Now we both use what, Apple Notes. Apple Notes. Apple yep. Notes. However, I also use another app called Nimbus Note. Uh, I use this because, and I'm actually using it right now uh, behind the scenes. Look here. I use Nimbus Note because it is like what Evernote used to be before they totally destroyed the app. Uh, I'm sure it's nicer for sighted people. It's just not for visually impaired people. Um, But I use Nimbus Note because then I can swipe through my notes. I Mm -hmm. use it for my sermons. I use it for, you know, this this thing. So it's really, really nice. But Apple Notes is free. Nimbus Notes has a paid account. Um, I use the free Nimbus Note and just put in a note here and there. So if you have a Notes app like Apple Notes, it's really nice because it's totally free and getting better all the time. We actually share notes between each other mm-hmm. and say like, oh, here it is. Yep. So 
All right. Next, we've got reading apps. Now, <laughs> you have gotten into probably the last year. You've really gotten into reading. Yes. Um, yeah. I think somebody probably gave you a book and you're like, oh, I'll try this. And all of a sudden it's like down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've just had a lot more time in the last year or so because the kids are just, they're growing and Mm -hmm. much more independent and going and, you know, being on their own. And I have free time that I'm not wrangling children and taking them where they need to go and such. So yeah, yeah, I've really gotten into reading. A lot more time to read. Yeah. So uh, you use the Kindle app. Yes. And then you, you, what do you, how do you get your books on the library? I get my books from, through the Libby app from the library and then I can download them to my Kindle app and that's how I read them. Yeah. So I use an app right now and we both used it before. It's called Overdrive. Mm -hmm. It's actually going away and then they're replacing it with Libby. Basically they're shoving it all to Libby. So that's actually a transition that I made before you? Uh, That is, yes. Wow, nice. I'm very, uh, like, I like Overdrive. I know how to use it. Libby is actually pretty accessible. In fact, some of the things... You can tell they've put some thought into it because the way it describes it, it's giving you more information than what would be on the screen. So it's like, oh, okay. It'll say like, you are in this area or something. It's like, oh, okay, great. But I don't know. I'm just like, this is not what I'm used to. So... (laughs) Which is rare because we switched places. Yeah, most of the time I love change. Yeah. So, uh, but so Kindle, uh, the Libby Overdrive app. Uh, we also I use Audible because audiobooks. There's several audiobook uh, apps. Audible, audiobooks, um, Kobo Books is another one. So there's several that I use audiobooks for. And of course, you can get audiobooks from the library. And then one last thing to mention is the Bard app. B A R D. That probably stands for something, which I don't know what it is. Maybe I'll put it on the screen if I have it. For you audio <laughs> listeners, good luck. Um, but it is for visually impaired people so they can get books through the library. And they have a wide variety of books. And uh, a lot of times they'll have the audiobooks that are, you know, commercial audiobooks. Uh-huh. But then somebody also will then have a reading book where it's like, oh, I read this book for you. It's like, sometimes they're not great because it's just like volunteers reading the books. Right, yeah. It's like, well, thanks. At least you tried. They're not doing the voices yeah, and the it's sound not, effects. I listen to a lot of Star Wars books because I'm a nerd <laughs> and they have sound effects and they do the voices and, you know, music. It's like a, like a movie in your ears. And if it's just a volunteer reading it. Not the same. Not the same. You'll yeah. get the story at least. So, you know, God bless them for that. All right. Next is our social media apps. Now we're old, <laughs> so we use Facebook and Instagram, and that's about that's it. That's about it. In fact, you stopped looking at Facebook. Yep. When was that? Um, June I, of this yeah. year. Well, last year now. Sorry. Oh yeah. Uh, we came back from a June cruise, and you were like, "No more Facebook." Yep. Although I think you just replaced it with Instagram, basically. Yes, in a sense, I replaced it with Instagram, but I feel like Instagram is a much less. Um, look what I did, like compare myself to other people. I think that's where I was just getting myself down. Like I was like, you know, comparing myself and thinking, well, my life's not as good as theirs. When in reality, all I'm seeing is the good side of their life. Like, come on, you know, know, social media is what it is. Some people would say Instagram is worse about that because it's only, it's photo centric. And so everybody's sharing photos of their wonderful lives. Yes, but it's also the videos that, that you see or photos that you see. Like I can follow what I want rather than seeing you know, people that I knew 20 years ago or, Mm. you know, 15 years ago, whatever, living their lives. Like I watch a lot of dog videos. I watch a lot of people doing stupid things and hurting themselves, you know, like I would rather watch that and laugh and feel like warm and fuzzy with the dog videos than feel bad about myself. We do hear laughter from the other room and it's like, I bet mom's (laughs) watching another dog video or something. Absolutely. Yep. I, I did. We did see one last night. Uh, where somebody was pretending to choke to see what the dog would do. And so the dog's <laughs> looking at her on the floor and then goes over to the couch and grabs a knife 
and like breaks it. I was like, what is happening? Why did this? Why was this knife even on the couch? I don't know. It was weird. Uh, so we also use Facebook and Instagram, and we don't. Yeah. I don't have TikTok on my phone. I um, have it only because of the kids, yeah. which they don't have TikTok. But I am. I don't know. I just have it just in case. Honestly, I watch YouTube Shorts. I think you watch Instagram Reels. It, yep, it's all same basically thing. the same. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's other Snapchat and so forth. We just don't use those. Facebook and Instagram are very accessible apps. Facebook has done, or Meta has done, a good job of making them accessible, and they get better all the time. So yeah. um, check those out. Uh, next, we want to mention some shopping apps. Now, this was something you actually uh, use all, a lot. Yep. And there, uh, there's one called Paprika. Yes. Can you describe what that yeah, is? Yeah, so um, it's Paprika 3. It is a paid app, but it's like $5 when I bought it, and you get all of the updates and everything that goes along with it. But you can make grocery lists, meal lists. You can save recipes. Um, you can put like pantry items in so that if you need that, you can just click it and it automatically goes on your grocery list. Um, it's really great to be able to just kind of have all of your grocery um, meal prep items all in one place. Yeah. And paprika is accessible. I've used it before. I don't, I think I downloaded it because you had it and there was a recipe. It's like, well, it's on paprika. I'm like, yeah. okay. And so it is accessible. It's nice. You go into there and it reads, what's nice is it doesn't read all the ingredients at once. Sometimes you get a, like a note section. It's like, okay, one, this, two, this. I was like, ugh. but I did swipe through today and it reads it individually. So yeah. in fact, it'll say one cup of something, you know, whatever. So, uh, paprika is very accessible. Then we also mentioned the Walmart and the target apps. Yep. Uh, you use those, especially for like, uh, you mentioned they don't have the scanner anymore. In yeah. The like the price check, um, scanners in the aisles they used mm. to have those you could check your prices now you can use the walmart or the target app either one mm -hmm. and you can actually just wherever you are scan your item and it'll tell you how much it is yeah and i briefly went through those this morning both seem very accessible um you know able to scan the uh, products it reads out uh, the different lists of products sometimes with those app they'll be accessible but they'll read it in a really odd way both of them do a pretty good job um so yeah if you've Got some, of course, the Amazon app you could probably get as well, but yep. for shopping, especially your grocery shopping, check out Paprika. It's a really it's, good one. It is really great. I use it every single week. Every single week. We also use, uh, we have Google Homes, and so we will talk to Google, it's probably going to talk here in a minute, uh, we will talk to it and tell it to put it on the shopping list, then you go check that right. and add everything to Paprika. Yeah, because the kids have access and you have access to Paprika, but mm -hmm. it's easier just to tell Google to yeah. add something. So the kids have access to Google, so they, if they run out of something, then they put it on the list and I check that as I make my grocery list for the week. And paprika saves all your past stuff so you're Correct. not adding the whole list all over again. Yes. It saves, once you put things in a certain number of times, it'll add it to my items, but you still have to kind of like type in the first few letters and then it'll sure. search it. Well, you're not, that's what I mean. You're not recreating the whole thing. No. It's like, oh yeah, I bought chicken. Oh, here's chicken. Yeah. You know, and so you Well, and it has it. a huge database of grocery items as yeah. well. All right. So next we've got health apps. Now this is a broad category. Uh, here I've got mentioned MyFitnessPal, which is a calorie counter. Yep. It is a free app with a paid subscription. Uh, but the free app, I think you could probably get away with, you know, and most, not most people could most use Most people that. can. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It depends on the features that sure. you want, but for the very basics, yes, you can yeah. get away with If you just want to track option. your meal a little bit, see how much am I taking in, and, right. you know, that sort of thing. Definitely very good. And you just recently, uh, how recent? Well, maybe it's not that recent. When did you start using Apple Fitness August. Plus? Was it August? Yep, it was August. Yeah. So you were using another product. You switched to Apple Fitness Plus, yep. which is where you can get the workouts. And they have all kinds of workouts, like they strength do. workouts, cardio workouts, treadmill, yep. rowing, 
all kinds of stuff. Yep. So we just added kickboxing. That was fun. Oh, kickboxing. Yes. And so we have Apple watches and it connects to your Apple watch. Yep. It's uh, really actually, it's a great service. It's $10 a month, which, which isn't was, bad no, for a, like all of what you get. I mean, you yeah. have their entire library of workouts in every category in multiple um, time frames as well. And they all show modifications too. So it's a great mm. starting point and yep. it's, you know, for even for advanced people. Absolutely. And of course, uh, the health app on the iPhone, if you want to use that, we don't technically use it, but it would be a good, uh, good place to keep track of things yep. if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, then we've got entertainment apps. Now, this is the classic stuff like streaming services, you know, Disney Plus and Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, yeah. that sort of thing. And of course, YouTube, because um, we're on YouTube and we love YouTube. Uh, but all those streaming services have very accessible apps. You can find what you're looking for very easily. And so many of them now, the audio description has come leaps and bounds right. in probably in the last three to four years. Yep. Uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus is so good. They put audio description on their trailers. Uh, it's well, and they've uh, gone back and put it on like the classic cartoon movies yeah. as well. Yeah, some of them sound weird because well. <laughs> they're trying to cram it into these areas. Uh, but it's so nice. Like all the Star Wars movies mm-hmm. have audio description now. You know, the old trilogy does, the new one, the prequels, all of them have that. Yeah. And so they're they're just slowly working on making it as accessible as possible. Right. Plus the apps are accessible as well. So yeah, streaming services are great. Uh, we use them all the time. Yes, we do. <laughs> A uh, couple others to include here. One, uh, I use a journaling app called Day One. Now, Day One is a free app if you want to use it on one device. Then there's a paid subscription if you want to use it on multiple devices. Most people could probably get away with it on one. But it's a great app for journaling. It's built for journaling. You can put in audio, you can put in video, you can put in images, text, all kinds of stuff, and it keeps track of it, and you can put in multiple things. It's a great app. I really like it. Um, You could use Apple Notes or Evernote to keep a journal. That'd be totally free. I just like having a dedicated place uh, for that thing. Sure, that makes sense. And then finally, we've got some VIP apps. Now, a lot of people are like, what apps do you use to help you do things? I'm like, well, there's a couple. There's one called Seeing AI, which uh, if you're visually impaired, you may have heard of. It's free. It's a great app. It'll read text. It'll tell colors. It'll tell if there's light in the room, um, currency, all kinds of stuff. It's a great app. Seeing AI. There's one called Be My Eyes where you can call a random volunteer and they'll help you out with something you're doing. Mm-hmm. I've used that once. Kind of makes me nervous about calling a random stranger to <laughs> like do something. Um, of course, there's Ira, A-I-R-A. Mm-hmm. Ira has paid, vol- or not paid volunteers, paid uh, people uh, they go through training and so forth. So they're a little more, I don't know, reputable. Sure. Um, but honestly, most of the time I use the magnifier on my iPhone yeah. and just, you know, zoom in on something. I take a picture, zoom in on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, those other apps are great. If you want to read, like, for example, our son is on the newspaper for his high school mm-hmm. and I can read those articles that he writes. So that's a lot of fun. But honestly, I use the magnifier unless you have very limited vision. I think the magnifier on their iPhone is really good. All right, so those are the categories we've gone through. Those are our most used apps. I'm sure there are others that we missed, others that we'll pull up here and there, but those are probably the most used apps that we have. So our question for you today is, what are the most used apps that you have? Were there any that you thought of as we talked? Were you like, oh, what about this and what about that? We would love to hear all about it. Let us know in the comments of the video, or you can send an email to lifeaftersightloss at gmail.com. Life after sight loss at gmail.com. All right, before we get into our quote of the week, 
we've got just a few housekeeping items for you. So if you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and yeah, I'm that's it that's, that's it yeah no okay so thumbs up give it a thumbs sure up make sure you give it a thumbs up there and you go. subscribe so you don't miss another episode there you go and if you're listening to the audio version make sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast catcher or your podcast app like you know Spotify and Overcast and Apple Podcasts and all that stuff and consider giving us a rating and a review also, you can share your thoughts and your questions by sending an email to lifeaftersightloss at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at lifeaftersightloss. That's right. All right, so we've got our quote of the week. Now, I picked this quote because it's almost the, I don't know, opposite of what we talked about a little bit, but it's <laughs> something important. So why don't you give us the quote? All right. Technology can be our best friend, and technology can also be the biggest party pooper of our lives. It interrupts our own story, interrupts our ability to have a thought or a daydream to imagine something wonderful because we're too busy bridging the walk from the cafeteria back to the office on the cell phone. And that was Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. So it's legit. Uh, (laughs) This is such an interesting quote because one, he starts off, technology can be great or it can be awful. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's be the biggest party Party pooper, pooper. you know, Um, because he says there at the end, because we're constantly bridging the gap between he says cafeteria and the office yes but and you you mentioned that i do that yeah Yeah, like i'll go to the cafeteria and i will pull my phone out while i'm walking over there and then i will take it out as i'm walking back to the to my unit yeah gotta fill that space yeah and we all do that like i was standing in line at a grocery store or something like oh i gotta pull my phone out um and that just happens we get addicted it's funny i've noticed sometimes now that i will pull my phone out out of habit but then not really know what to click on so I'm like, mm, it's here. I don't actually need this right now. You're going to be doing something. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. Like we'll swipe through, you know, YouTube shorts or whatever. Sure. It's just like mindless scrolling. And he says in there about, it doesn't allow that space for creative thought, right. you know, just to come up with like, I wonder about this or I wonder about that. It's like, no, I need somebody else to tell me what to wonder about. So here's the thing. Apps are great. Your cell phone is great. The smartphone has really helped out the visually impaired community. It's wonderful. Just make sure it is not overtaking your life and allow yourself the space to, I don't know, be bored, you know, and and think about things. Uh, So anyway, guys, we want to thank you so much for listening wherever you are. And remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek. And I'm April. And we'll see you in in the the next next one. one. Thank you.